I had the most amazing break. I was in my pajamas for like three days in a row. Those pajamas had a life of their own. I retired them and put some new ones on. I was in my pajamas the whole break, except for when Ophelia brought her parents to visit, which was a whole other kind of thing, a wonderful, beautiful thing. Um, watching Gabby and Joel be parents, watching Ophelia train them was great. <coughs> She who is in charge. But I was on a teeny tiny bit of a sabbatical, right? I had my phone mostly off. I was working on my book proposal, listening to Christmas music, and again in the pajamas. But then I got a call from MSNBC to go on and do a show with Joy. So you have to turn on your device so you can know what's going on in the world. And I turned on my device, and the words that came flooding into my face, into my brain, into my heart, just were horrible words, like two dead in a nightclub, four shot on New Year's Eve, five stabbed in a shul, in a, in a synagogue, 12 anti-Semitic acts, fires burning in Australia the size of Manhattan. And on and on and on, and words just, words just coming in, crashing in. Impeachment, uh, what's the strategy? Why don't they have the thing yet at the Senate? You know, um, uh, uh, Trump is going to gather together those faithful evangelicals at a church called El Reyes Jesus, King Jesus, in Florida and they're going to sort of make America religious again? The words came crashing in, and I, who do not know the word depression, like, I think I've been depressed the day my mother died. It's like, I don't do down. I was so down, suddenly down with the heaviness and the weight of, man, it's a brand new year, and we're dragging that old stuff into the new year. We're, we're dragging hate, we're dragging violence, we're dragging ecological devastation into the new year. And I was really kind of sad about it. And I was talking to Mama Ruby, Ruby Sales, just talking about planning that we're doing together. And she said something like, great job, Jackie, on, on, on TV, but, she said, but, don't forget God. Okay. Don't forget God. Okay, Ruby. I won't forget God. I do God. I'm a professional God-doer. This is, this is how I make my living. I'd be doing God. <laughs> But she said, no, don't. She said it again. She said, don't forget to put God in the middle of it. She said, you can talk politics because you can. You can talk history because you can. You can talk sociology because you can. You can talk psychology because you can. But she said, you're a theologian. You're a God talker. Don't forget to talk God. Don't forget to do God logic. Don't forget to do God words. And I thought, she's saying something to me that's not what she's saying to me. You know, she's saying something to me about where you get your hope, you know? She's saying something about where you get your stuff. She reminded me of why we do what we do, where we get the energy, where we get the lifelight, where we get the God thing. Remember, don't forget God. The Word, the Word of God became flesh. Not the Word of CNN, not the Word of MSNBC or the Word of Fox, 
Hey, not the, not the Constitution. That's not what became flesh. Not the Bill of Rights. That did not come flesh. Not the law, the Word of God became flesh and made its dwelling place among us. I thought, well, what is the Word? Because somewhere in the world of hate, they're saying the Word of God did that, said that, makes that. They're, they're taking the word sword and just amplifying it and saying, let's go be militaristic and fix the world that way. That, that's word. Maybe they misunderstood the first will be last and the last will be first and thought the word said the first will stay first because that, that's happening, that word's happening. Maybe they took some delight, some crazy, strange delight in words about you know, Cain and original sin and darkness and decided that the black people are supposed to be on the bottom and the white people are on the top. That's, that's a word. Or maybe, just maybe, they took a word like, I don't know, Jews in the Bible and forgot that the one who calls us into ministry is a Jew, a Semite, and decided to traffic in anti-Semitism. That's, that's a word. Which is the word? Which word is the word? What is the word that was made flesh and came to live in the neighborhood? I'm a word freak, so I'm writing sermons and looking up words and looking up words and looking up words. This is a nose. And so I'm like, live in the neighborhood. Well, that's a stretch, Eugene Peterson. Why would you say neighborhood? Well, not so much. The old English for neighbor, knee, were person, near person, the near person. God came to be a near person, is what Eugene Peterson is reminding us about, and took up residence. I used to say love shack, but that's too fancy. The residence, that's, that's way too much. The residence that God took up, all the Jewish people in the room know, is to get in a tent. And I'm not talking glamping, I'm talking camping. That the, that the word of God, all of our Jewish family, remember that this is an agrarian people. This is a desert-moving people. When there was no temple, those people made a little box called an ark and imagined, believed God's presence, God's kabod, God's glory, was in the box, traveling with them in the desert. And all the Jewish people in the room who know, which means Jesus knew, that when Moses went up on the mountain to get the law, to bring down God's love in a form to guide us and bind us, God came all the way down to earth in a pillar of cloud to help them get across the wilderness. And then God came all the way down in a pillar of fire to help them find their way at night. But that wasn't enough. God knew they needed to know who God was, so God made Herself present like a female neighbor is the word, Shekinah, in the tent of meeting. So when they needed to have a little talk with God, when they needed to check in with God, they could just pop by the tent and check in with God, and God could check in with them. God, the word became flesh and put itself close enough by so the people could be guided and loved and cherished and championed and healed and transformed. We have seen 
the glory, the glory of God, the one-of-a-kind glory, the, the word there is like a good opinion or a good value or heaviness in the Hebrew. We've seen the good heaviness of God, the glory of God, like a one and only son, like, only, like the only way to know this God thing is to know the flesh thing. The word became Semitic, Afro-Semitic, flesh, poor flesh, homeless flesh, refugee flesh, flesh of otherness in a time of empire so we would know what God is like. What? Which word is it? Empire or humility? Which word is the word that became flesh? Docileness, kindness, meekness. Outsiderness, unbelongingness, carpenterness, na- nails in wood making person became flesh. Word, word, outside word, love word became flesh. And before there's Jesus, before there's, before there's Christian, the words of God that become flesh are these words of promise, of a neighborhood, of a community of a world full of love and light. The word became flesh from Zechariah 8 that says there was a new Jerusalem and when there was a new holy city, all the little kids were playing double dutch outside in the streets and were safe and shooting hoops and were okay. And the old people were sitting on the porch rocking and drinking lemonade. That word became flesh, the word from Isaiah that becomes flesh says, and I, there was a new heaven and a new earth and all the old things had passed away. I'm about to do a new thing, the word said. Can you not see it? I'm about to make rivers run through the desert. Honey, where you think it's dry, I'm gonna make it lush and wet and rich and grow things and bring new life. That word became flesh. And if we fast forward to John's revelation, And I saw a holy city. And in the city, there's a river running through it. And on either side of the river are trees, and the trees have leaves for the healing of the nations. That word became flesh. The word that became flesh was a word of restoration and healing and recovery and oneness to where all of the people, Revelation says, will praise God in one voice. What word? Divisive word? No. Hate-filled word? No. Get your guns and shoot each other to death? Word? No. LGBTQ people don't belong to God? No, not that word. The word that became flesh and made his dwelling place among us is the word love. Love became flesh. Love became flesh. Love put on African-Semitic itty-bitty baby flesh and came to camp among us. So we didn't have to look too far to find it. So we have to wander far off. And the incarnation, friends, is not something that happened on December 25th. And now take your tree down and Well, mine is still up, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) The incarnation, the enfleshment of the word is an everyday, all the time, ongoing project. All the time the word is becoming flesh. 
Every moment the word is becoming flesh. It, it's becoming flesh, you know. It's becoming flesh in the Lower East Side. Yesterday I was outside walking around trying to just get my head up a little bit from the sadness and I'm looking around and there's that couple pretending like it's summer with just their t-shirts on. <laughs> with their Starbucks in their hand and the other one holding on to each other. Word made flesh. Love enough to go out in the cold together, right? Word made flesh. I turned the corner and there were all the Chinese, Japanese, Hmong, all of them standing in line to go to the ramen place. Okay, but word made flesh and young people trying to make community together over bread because don't they know when we break bread together, the word is becoming flesh. Word made flesh in the people who've been standing up for our Jewish siblings, all the people organizing all around the country against anti-Semitism. Word made flesh. Word made flesh when people feed each other, when they clothe each other, when they send drinking water to Detroit or to Newark. Word made flesh in the curve of an arm, beautifully showing God's grace in the art, in the brush on a canvas, word made flesh, when we hold each other, talk to each other, pray together, laugh together, you are the incarnation. Somebody, you are word made flesh. You are word made flesh. So here we are in this neighborhood together. And I guess the question is, what's our, I don't know, neighborhood cleanup plan? What's the neighborhood cleanup plan after the neighborhood block party? Because this is the block party, right? What are we going to do? How do we want it to be? Every Sunday together, we say the Lord's Prayer some way, shape, or form. What do you want? Can you see a world full of love? Can you see healed people healing people? Can you see hurt people getting well enough to be healed people healing people? Can you see a nonviolent revolution of love, changing, healing, making well, making good, a multiracial, multivocal, multiethnic, everybody who loves everybody's here, making it better? Can you see it? From Ophelia to Pop Pop to everybody in between, it only happens because we can see it. And if we can see it, we can do it. And God's kicking it with us, right next door, up close and personal, so we never forget what love can do. Just some neighborhood thoughts. Word. 